Give me the power, bro. Come on. Blow the shell. Podcast of Junior Kicker with Virginia. Oh man, bro. So on this podcast, bro, we're gonna be talking some story, you know. Let's talk story, right? We're talking story, talking story. Okay, but first, the attitude of gratitude. We want to say mahalo to everybody, bro. So, so between uh, the, in the last 24 hour period, between yesterday and today, 7,100 plays. On our podcast, okay. So we like to say mahalo to you guys, um, bro. This thing is like all over Ireland, Canada, Ghana, Netherlands, Bangladesh, United Kingdom, bro. The thing goes on and on. So we get thirty-three countries, twenty-five states, and um, oh man, Apple Podcast is sixty-six percent, Spotify seventeen, uh, everybody else eleven, bro. We're on Google Podcasts, bro. You name it, we're there. We're on TuneIn app. We're on iHeartMedia. You know, I heard media, bro. I work for them. Uh, I well, my company used to contract for them, and I worked for them for for like nine months at one time, and then before that, I worked for them for a few years. But yeah, so the podcast is on there now. A lot of guys, <laughs> a lot of guys that used to be on there are fired right now. Okay, but um, Junior's still going. Junior still, I'm still on iHeart Media, believe it or not. Okay, um, but we're on at a higher level. We're at, at the podcast level, right? So this, these local guys, these guys, they work at iHeart Media, but they have no idea. They have no idea I'm here. Okay, so the, our, our age group, we have a couple of, se- oh, wait, wait, the 17-year-olds in bag. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so I know that's an old school expression. The, that means the 17-year-olds aren't here anymore. We used to have, I think they gave up. Our demographics are now 23 to dead. Our biggest demographic is 35 plus. 35 plus. Okay, and uh, the, well, actually, no, the, the heaviest demographic actually is 45 plus. Okay, and those are basically the people listening to podcasts. The young guys, they, they don't tune in, tune in that much. But the 35 to 44 year olds, 8%. So that's a considerable amount. Uh, and males are 83%. Oh, females went up. Females, 16%. 16%. Ladies, thank you very much. You guys was 14% the other day. So, um, so I want to say, want to say mahalo and, and thank you to the people that are, uh, tuning into the podcast. And, um, the states, actually, if you want to know what the rankings of the states, uh, number one is California. Number two is Texas and, um, everything else. Okay. It, uh, well, actually, actually, there's three, right? So there's there's uh, California, Texas, Hawaii, and then it kind of breaks down to everything else, every, every other state. And we have uh, 25 states, I believe. I believe there's 25 states, 33 countries, something like that. Anyway, um, 
Because you know, you got to count them. You got to go in and you got to count them. On today's podcast, you know, I was, I was talking to you about, like, are you living your dreams? You know, so I was, I was asking people. I, I ask people all the time, are you living your dreams? Because I have a lot of life coaching students, right? And if you guys are in Hawaii, there's a small portion of listeners in Hawaii. It's here for you, life coaching. Okay, now, if you're in the mainland or if you're overseas, just look just look for hereforyou.live, L-I-V-E, and that's our website. Okay, now, the website is not a fancy website or anything. It's not meant for that. It's, it's meant for quality life coaching. That's what it is. Now, we're not the kind of life coach. I, I was trying to explain to somebody yesterday, and, and I couldn't really put my finger on it. And 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 this and this girl was talking. We were talking start, and we we had uh, we 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 had a couple of beers and stuff. And we were sitting down, and was talking, and she goes, "You know, I try to tell my friends like like what goes on. I try to tell my friends like this thing just works, and but I can't explain it." And I said, "Well, I have a hard time explaining it too, because you see, Elon Musk said if you want to understand the universe better, right." Think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And with my training, I add velocity to it, okay? Or wind speed, air pressure, if you want to call it that, okay? And and what it is, is it's a process of expression. And this is part of the training, right? Because, you know, a lot of people hold back. A lot of people hold back. And and so on this podcast, we'll talk a little bit about life coaching, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit about living your dreams, so, so people hold back. And why do they hold back? Well, the biggest thing is fear of judgment. Okay, fear of judgment is the biggest. Now, the, now, now amongst the fear of judgment people, okay, or species, okay, or genders, okay, the ones that have the biggest problems are females. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I know, I know we have a small portion of females on a podcast. I know that. But for you ladies, this is... This is the information for you, okay? Because because you guys are such a small percentage on the podcast. Well, guess what? Out there in the world, you guys are the smaller percentage, okay? Now, don't be fooled by, you know, these girls on TV making big noise, okay? They're in the media. They're making big noise, okay? And and they're, they're fighting for equality and all of this, right? And then this is not this is not a pro-female uh, podcast we're doing today, okay? Because that's not a podcast, Hawaii. That's not a podcast. But what I'm trying to say, okay, is that there are things happening. See, the the thing about society, right, it's run by men. Men run this place. Men run the planet. Sorry, ladies. Men run the planet. And women have been demonized from the very beginning. In the Bible, in the holy books, right? Okay? Now, if you go, if you go down to the Middle East, they'll put a cape on you. <laughs> they'll, they'll put one of those hajibs on you and they'll cover you up, right? Like if you go to Saudi Arabia, they have little isolates in the stomach, you know. And and I was always thinking like, you know, oh, how you know what you're going to get? You know what I mean? What if the chick get a messed up grill or something? You know what I mean? All right, all right, okay, all right. I, I'm sorry, all right. So, so I get carried away with the comedy sometimes. But what I'm saying is, Women have been discriminated against. Okay, now I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, I was young. I was I was like baby, and I remember men treating women like possessions. I remember that. I remember that that these ladies had to come home. It wasn't my mom, but these other ladies. 
They had to come home and they had to have dinner ready. Okay. Otherwise, uh, they would get physically harmed. No, really. I saw that. It was it was when I was small, when I was very young, like five, six years old. See, I can remember four years old. You know, I think that's pro- that's the blessing and the curse, right? The blessing is that, okay, I can remember everything. I, you know, I have this retention. I, I can comprehend stuff, right? The bad news is that I have retention and I can comprehend stuff, right? It would be so nice to just walk through life without, you know what I mean? If you could just walk through life in the moment. You don't remember nothing, right? You don't need to deal with this stuff, this stuff, right? Okay, and a lot of it is like you know these 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 people that I that have uh, have done stuff, you know, in, in my career to kind of derail my career. It, I, every once in a while, I get these guys, but women have been discriminated from the very beginning, from the very beginning. Okay, and it's because it. Okay, now here's the latest thing, right? Now you guys, you guys, I don't know if you if you men gonna feel me on this, but the majority of the men that I talk to and I tell them about this, they go, "Oh yeah, bro, that's wrong." <laughs> okay. All right. So here's what happens with women in the world: they get ahead, get ahead, get ahead. Okay. Now, now men see this. The men in power see this. They're not stupid. They're in power for a reason. They run the place for a reason. Now I'm not talking about. The CEO of a company. I'm talking about higher up. I'm talking about shot callers in the world. I'm talking about guys in the world that, you know, they have a significant role in the world. Okay. Now, these people see this, right? They see this and they see women making advances, making advances. Then all of a sudden, okay, they push them down. Okay. Now, we saw this in the 60s. Gloria Steinem. When women's lib came and we saw her come up and come up and come up. And what did they do? Boom. They pushed down the women's movement. Okay. Then the women's movement came up in the 70s again. Okay. Then you had the Mary Tyler Moore. Remember all those TV shows? <clears throat> so they pounded consciousness with independent women. Independent. Oh, we're going to make our own dinner. We're going, we're going in our office. We're going to succeed. We're going to do, right? They could do all this stuff, right? And then pretty soon, what did they do in the 80s? Boom. They, they hit them down again. Okay. Now, they didn't just go out and attack females and push them down or push their agendas down. They did something else. Okay. Pay attention, Hawaiians. They did something else. Okay. To detract or distract. Okay. More distract than detract. But they did detract. They, they, they pulled them off the track. Okay, so there's many things that they did like this, right? Then the focus goes somewhere else, okay? Now, now, now part of the part of the thing that distracts people, right? It is is all the all the things that divide. Okay, so you have the gay movement that divided people, right? You, I mean, all of these movements. Then you then you had then you had the the oh I'm Hispanic American I'm Afro American I'm Indian American I'm Native American Indian locally right <clears throat> locally in the seventies over here in Hawaii for those of you who are you know in Bangladesh right now listening right in Hawaii we had the Hawaiian resurgence of the Hawaiian culture in the seventies and that was called the Renaissance okay and the Renaissance meant that everything was coming back. Because for a long time, they suppressed everything. Everything Hawaiian was suppressed. 
started coming back in the 70s. In the 80s, it was kind of drifting. In the 90s, I mean, when I say drifting, I mean the, the momentum was went down a little bit. It was there, but it went down a little bit. In the 90s, it started pushing forward. Okay, the Hawaiian language. Okay, now the Hawaiian language, I, I got to take a detour over here and I got to tell you guys, the Hawaiian language was really a trip to me when it came back because I heard real Hawaiians in Hanalei talking on the island of Kauai. Okay, we used to sit outside and they used to be drinking cocoa and they let us kids hang around, but the, the, the rule was we had to shut up, don't talk, just sit down. Right? So, but we used to hear the old timers speak in Hawaiian, the real Hawaiian. Not the Hawaiian you hear now, because it's a different accent. It's a different deal. It's This is manufactured uh, resurgence of Hawaiian. This is not the original Hawaiian. Now, the Hawaiian that, that I heard came, originated from Ni'ihau. And this is a different island. A smaller island, a private island. But, but these guys would sit around, the kupuna would sit around and speak Hawaiian. Now, what does this have to do with women's rights? Well... This is what I'm talking about. This this Hawaiian movement thing, okay, came up and then went down a little bit. They came up and went down a little bit. Now we have immersion schools. We have all of that, okay? So that's going up. But you got to understand that there's a division here. There's a division, okay? But but the, the division is like, okay, we throw you one bone. We give you this much, right? Okay, but this is, this is Hawaii. This is the kingdom of Hawaii. They built something on this place, right? called the United States government. It's an occupation, right? Okay. Kind of the same cousins with, with the women's movement. Okay. So now what we have with the women's, okay, so women's movement went up, went down, went up, went down, went up, went down. In the 70s, came on strong. It was on TV. It was it was the in thing, right? To be pro-female, to be women's lib and all, all that kind of stuff, okay? And, and I know because my mom was very much a women's lib person. She was very much into female rights. She was very much into the Candace Owen kind of, I went to college, I'm smart, and I'm here to change the world kind of thing, okay? And my mom was like that. My dad, he was like, yeah, give me one beer. You see what I mean? So so there was, there was different, there was different, you know, but my dad was the anchor, in the family. He was the anchor. He, you know, the anchor would sit down and drink beer every day. But that, I mean, you know, but that was, that was what it was. And strong females need that. Okay. Now let's go to the 2000s. Now we're in the two, we're in the, we're in the, the mid, almost mid 2000s. And what do we have going on? Well, okay. The females were doing good. They were making advances, right? You get Candice Owens, you get you get AOC out there, you get these key alpha females leading and making a difference, right? You have all these females, you get Michelle Obama even out there, okay, making a difference. And then you get you get uh, Melania Trump, our first lady that we just had. And she's out there and she's making she made more of a visual statement. You know, Melania Trump, in my opinion, was was the kind of woman that was there. She was admired because, you know, she was she was pretty. She was gorgeous. And and she was the wife of a billionaire and the president. You see what I'm saying? You know, but when she spoke, she, she didn't speak often. Right. But when she spoke, it mattered to the people. See, when when she spoke, spoke. Okay. Now, what is the latest thing? 
that is pushing it setting back females well the latest thing and this is this is a life coaching session for this podcast okay so i'm getting the points bear with me now we have the transgender we have the transgender athlete competing in female sports okay now now here's the thing now i got to i got to preface this with a disclaimer because i am not against transgender people Bro, if you want to if you want to live that way, if you want to put it this way, if you want to live your life as an aardvark, okay? Go ahead. Go to the plastic surgeon. Tell him put on that long nose, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not the tail every so on. So on, okay? And go live as an aardvark, okay? Cuz that don't matter. It don't matter to me. I don't care. You want to you want to live your life as a Martian? Go ahead. Go whatever that looks like, okay? But when you start pushing your agenda on other people, that's where I have the problem. See? And I'm not blaming transgenders for anything. But there was that one transgender that they keep talking about in the news. So this guy, bless his heart, okay? He had all the best intentions. Maybe maybe he was a loser as a man. You know, because I I see, bro, I see so many losers as men, but most of those guys is married. Right? They they married and and the wives telling them what to do and they, they okay, okay, honey. Okay, I get them. You know what I mean? Okay, but but I I I'm not talking, I get a lot of hate from married men. I get cuz I don't buy into that paradigm i don't buy into that you know and and some people some people you know they go oh bro but um who, who are you gonna get for take care of you and i'm like right here right here me right here <laughs> i take care of myself you see what i'm saying and everybody has friends i mean how is when when you're born into the world do you come into the world in a group situation no you come in alone you die alone when you go, you're going by yourself. Okay? Unless you're in you know, a car crash. Or, I mean, come on. You, you see what I'm saying? All right. So anyway. So I don't know if this guy was a loser it, you know, as a male and he couldn't make it. You know, so he went changed to a female. But I think he just wanted to be a female. And, and you know, whatever. I mean, you know, it, it's up to the person. But he did the transgender thing. And then he competed in women's sports. And then he dominated. Let that sink in. So how would, I mean, I don't know how good he could feel, Hawaiians, right? And, and you know, like I said, if you're in Israel right now listening to us, okay, you are an honorary Hawaiian while we're doing the show. All right, that's why I'm saying Hawaiians. I know there's people in Thailand going, hey, why are you calling me Hawaiian? <laughs> You see what I mean? Okay, but but that that's what I'm saying. How good can that guy feel about himself? He knows he was born a biological male. Okay, and we all know. I don't I don't think it's, you know, you have to be a biologist to know that males are stronger. Right? They can run faster, they can endure more, right? Now, with that said, I mean there's females in the fire department over here that can carry, you know, these hoses up ladders, you know, a few stories and they they can do some pretty incredible things okay but overall right we're talking overall now how good can this guy feel like yeah we beat a bunch of girls doing a 40 yard dash i'm the man oh excuse me woman 
Right? You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Now, this kind of thing is a huge threat to the women's movement. Okay? Because now you got dudes in food. Okay, think about it. You got men infiltrating the women, the women's movement. Now you get men infiltrating them, right? And at the root of everything, you know that they're thinking, wow, this is a dude doing this. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? Okay. <clears throat> so now, there are so many things that are, are creating division. Now, you cannot have everybody united. It just will not work like that. Okay, but what you need to do is establish certain boundaries, right? Like, all right, you can you can do this, but you cannot do that because that gonna you know interfere over there and whatever. So, like I said, like hey, however you want to live, bro, go. I live the way I want to live. Okay, I live my dreams, and we'll go talk about that in a second, and and the life coaching. But what I'm saying is, the females are the ones that get judged the most. Okay, so females have a greater fear of judgment than males. Do males have fear of judgment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I teach those guys all the time too. Okay, and some of my voice students, right? But because I integrate the life coaching with the voice teaching, there's no students, no voice students on this, on this island in the world that can compete with my voice students because I incorporate the life coaching. Now, what the life coaching does is it turns on it turns on that light bulb, right? And once that bugger glow, once you get that thing with, with, the, with, the, with the light bulb, bro, it's over, okay? Because in order to make connections with somebody as a teacher, okay? Now, here's where, here's where teachers are different, okay? In order to do that, you got to break things down to the least common denominator, okay? So, so the, what I tell my students, right? Is that and my life coaching students? I tell them, you know what? I break this down to the to the smallest detail, so that a four or five year old can understand. And sometimes they look at me like I'm being condescending, right? I'm like, no, I'm not being condescending. I tell you guys the truth, okay? You gotta break them down. <clears throat> now, there are many teachers out there and life coaches out there that will like. I mean, they will want to show you how smart they are, okay? They're going to want to demonstrate how smart they are. And they will fill your head with all kinds of terminology and all kinds of this and that and the other thing. And pretty soon, what is your focus? Your focus is, oh, yeah, wow, this guy is smart. Pretty soon, your focus is all the details he's spitting out of his mouth. Okay? When the real issue is you. When the real issue is the issues that you brought to the table that you want to, you know, correct. Right? And the one thing that I teach my, my students is, is I tell them, it, and even my life coaching students, I go, you know, with this, you don't need to sit down here and, and tell me what's wrong. You don't have to sit down and go, well, you know, in my childhood, this happened and that happened and this. And then, and then I'm going to sit there and go, okay, you know, you know, okay, you're like this because this happened, that happened. So here's what you do to correct it. No, 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 no. That's, 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 that's counseling. That's, that's a psychologist kind of approach that's different. Okay. So, so like in the beginning of the podcast, I was telling you guys, like, it was hard for me to explain. It was hard for my client to explain the one I talked to, you know, we had this conversation and I told her, I said, I end up becoming people's best kept secrets. And she goes, I don't understand why. 
And then she tried to explain it to her friend. And she goes, you know, I, I, I don't know why, but you just you just do what Junior tell you and boom, <laughs> the, the bugger come out. You see? So, 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 yeah, we have to, we're working on a way to explain it. But I explain it through frequency. I explain it through you're a human being. And most people don't understand their capabilities as a human being. Okay, now here's the life coaching part. Confidence, okay, is is the antidote, okay, to judgment or the fear the fear of judgment. So the fear everybody is afraid of being judged. Don't judge me. You know, I had this one girl, right? And we went on a date and she goes, you know, she told me what she wanted to do, and then she goes, Don't judge me. I'm like, hey, I'm not judging you. And here's the thing, right? When you don't judge females, man, this is for the men. Okay, we, we're talking a lot to the ladies today with what we're doing. But men, when you don't judge females, you will experience heaven. Okay, heaven, I'm telling you. It, it's just, you have no idea. Because the way that you are presented with what a female is and what a female really is, is two different things. And it's two different worlds. Because what you're presented, what a female is, okay, is, is the Disney fairy tales, you know, the princess and all of that. And, and that's not females. That's not them at all. Okay. And if you red pill, you already understand. So if you red pill, just ignore what I'm about to say. Okay. If you purple pill, you still get them, but you're managing. Okay. If you're a blue pill, you need to hear this. If you're a blue pill and you're putting a girl on a pedestal, right? And you're not, you're not, uh, you know, being, being fair to her if you do that, first of all. Okay. But if you're doing that, uh, just know that you're, you're either headed for a breakup or divorce court or <laughs> you're headed for something. Okay. And then because you're blue pill, you're going to repeat the process. You're going to do it again because it's already in your paradigm and you got to change your paradigm. Your paradigm is your little habits, your systems of actions, your system of actions, right? And that's all coming out of your subconscious. And in order to change your paradigm, you got to change your subconscious. And in order to do that, you got to do stuff in repetition, like affirmations, meditation, that kind of stuff. Okay, so that's what I teach my students. And when they come to me, they go, wow, you know, this really worked. My marriage turned around, this turned around, that turned around. And then after that, right? Things start to go back to normal when they stop doing it, you know. So they so they ask me like, "Oh, unks, how how long does it take uh, for these affirmations? Like, how how long you been doing them?" And I show them. I put them up on in, my Instagram. Get them, and I show them. I go here. Look, this is this is this is from 2010, and and right now it's 2021, and I've been doing affirmations for 11 years. I do them every day. At least almost every day, right? And and to them, it looks crazy. To them, it's like, whoa, this guy is nuts. Because I write them out. I mean, you know. But it just takes a few seconds a day to do the affirmations. Okay, this is the life coaching part. Then you got to do the meditation part. Okay, now meditation, if you know your Bible, okay, if you know your holy books, it's not just in the Bible. It's in every holy book. You need to meditate, okay? If you don't meditate, there's no way to reach heaven, basically. Okay, the temple, the body is the temple. 
You got to go inside the temple. Everything you need is inside the temple. Everything. Okay, you want to travel, you want to go to a foreign land, you're experiencing an exterior, okay, an exterior distraction. I remember this chick, right, and uh, we, we was dating, and all of a sudden, she, you know, I, I don't know, she she had all these these problems. So she, and, and she didn't have very much money. So she took her credit card and she went to Bali. <laughs> and I'm like, you went to Bali? I'm like, you don't even have money and you went to Bali. She went to Bali to get away from her problems, right? Guess what? When she was on the beach in Bali, right? She had the same problems. <laughs> the problems went with her. The problems went buy one ticket. The problems with use the chance card. The problems jumped on the plane with her. And the problems sat down on the beach in Bali with her. Okay? So, so you know, like I say, you can, no matter where you go, there you are, Hawaiians. Okay, that's the life coaching part. Okay. Now, if you want, if you want more on that, I can help you. And it's easy. And it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't cost a fortune to change. Okay. But here's the here's the back end. Okay. You can change anything. Okay. But to maintain the change is work. To maintain a relationship is work. Now, some people don't want to do certain kinds of work. Okay. Um, and and for me, right. Like I, my, my hobby is turning people's lives around. I do that all the time, but here's the difference between me and say like a guy like Tony Robbins. Okay. Tony Robbins will have a seminar of, I don't know, a couple thousand people in the audience. Okay. Everybody's fired up. They're all seeking change, right? They all, they all want to change. Okay. And they go to the seminar two weeks later. Lucky if out of that 2,000 people, lucky if 10, lucky if 10 of them continue. Okay, they do, a small percentage is do, a small percentage of them do, right? Okay, and the way I did this for myself was I said, okay, I'll go do this for two months because it, take, it takes 62 days to change a habit, okay? And so I said, okay, I'm going to do this for two months. I'm going I'm to try this, okay? I'm going to try and I did, and I said, if I don't, if this does not work, I will never, ever do this again, okay? They, because then I will label this bullcrap and I'll throw it out the window, and that'll be the last time I ever do an affirmation and all this kind of stuff, right? So, so I did it for two months, and guess what? Everything I wrote down happened. Everything I wrote down came to be, and I go, wow, the human being does have this capability. This is a thing. Religion demonizes this. Religion will demonize this because they'll say, no, you need to put your faith in God. Okay, this is not this is not taking your faith away from God. God lives in you, Hawaiians. God lives inside of you. Okay, but you use you need to use this God energy that you have that you're not paying attention to, that you're distracted with your eyes to an exterior source, and you're going, oh, okay, well, we're gonna make a donation because you know. Uh, um, <laughs> Father Jones did a good speech today in church. So yeah, and we will give we will give the church the money. Mm. I'm not saying not to give churches money. I'm not saying churches are bad. I'm saying you need to realize what's in you, okay? And when you turn that, when you exercise, and I'm gonna use the word exercise, when you exercise that energy, miracles will happen. Okay, miracles will happen. 
Jesus Christ was here to teach us that. And we all look, everybody looked at Jesus Christ like, oh, it's only Jesus Christ, but, you know, like, 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 you know, I remember when I was a kid, right? The mom, I like, I like to be like Frank Sinatra and, and Don Ho and Dean Martin and all, all those guys, Sam Kapoor, them. I, I like to be like that. I like to put on the suit and go, go sing for people. And my mom said, that's Frank Sinatra. That's just Don Ho. That's that. You see what I'm saying? Right? And then when I found out that, all I had to do was put it in my head and keep taking the steps no matter what. One day, I was I was in the suit. I had the microphone in my hand. And I had the orchestra behind me playing. And I'm like, whoa. You, you see what I'm saying? And then, the, then my question to myself was, bro, why you never do this earlier? Why, why, you took, why did this take so long for you to do? Like, why you never do this in your 20s? Why you never do this in your 30s? Why, you know... But eventually, right, there I was at, at 40 years old doing this stuff, right? When, and, and then that became the question. But here's the life coaching part. If you do these things, right, and you're consistent with it, means that you do it every day, okay? It becomes, it becomes part of your lifestyle, you have to have a, a, a positivity. I want to, maybe we say it that way, positivity lifestyle. Because if you just couldn't do them for the two weeks, right? And then you run out of gas. And then you get distracted into bullcrap. Okay, like, oh man, my bills, oh man, my bill, my, I got to do this. Like, oh, my job, my supervisor, why are you having me do this? Oh, stress. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> if you could be distracted into all of that, of course it's not going to work, Right? It guarantee not gonna work coins, okay? So what you gotta do is you gotta adopt it into your lifestyle. You gotta say, okay, from now on, okay, forever, <laughs> forever, from now on, Bob, I'll go sit down, I'll go write my affirmation every day, okay? Now, there's some people out there that read their Bible every day. There's some people out there that read their Quran every day. There's people out there that read their Torah every day. Okay, now these guys are on the path, okay? And they're on the path. And, and I'm not saying that this replaces religion. Not at all. This, this is part of religion. This is part of exercising that God energy within you, Hawaiians. That's what this is. Okay, now this is the life coaching part. <clears throat> so, and if you need help with that, that's what I'm here for. Okay, and, and if you want to read the reviews, go. Go look, go look it anywhere you like look. Okay, you can look on my Facebook. Go look on, on Voice Master Vocal Development on Facebook. Go look on Voice Master Vocal Development on Google. Okay, and then you can look on the life coaching site. Now, all of the reviews that you will see, go on Yelp. Go on Yelp. We don't, we don't have here for you life coaching on Yelp, but we have Voice Master on Yelp. Go on Yelp, read the reviews, okay? And what you're going to see is the reviews reflect a couple of things. Okay, the psychological effect. Okay, and it it'll it of course they're gonna talk about singing, right? But it's not really it's not the the singing is not the fast track. The confidence is, but the confidence comes as an expression of vibration. I know it's a little deep points, but that's what happens. Okay, so so what about the non-singers? What about people that don't like sing? They just like be confident. Okay, we use the same technique. It's called free, it's called expression of frequency, okay. And then you don't have to carry a melody, you don't have to sing a song, but but you do you can make 
a, a sound, a tone, right? All right. So you go on a series of these tones that we do. Okay, and that, that goes back to the Sofeggio scale. They, go research that. Sofeggio tones, sacred tones. Go, go, mem go, go, you know, do some research on that. Check them out. But that's what we do. And these people become unstoppable after a while. Now, does the glass go half empty? Of course. Always. Things always happen, right? Because situations come up. <clears throat> but when the situations come up, Hawaiians, okay, it's all about how you pull yourself back into the glass half full from the glass half empty, okay? And it's all perspective. Let me tell you that, okay? Because my best friend was blind. And one day I came home <clears throat> and we were, we were sitting, uh, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was getting ready for cook dinner or something. And I had I had one of my chicks over my house, right? And and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm single. I was I was single at the time. I'm still single now, right? I'm I'm having the time of my life. But anyway, that's a, that's not that's not a podcast, all right? Okay, that's not a podcast. But I had this chick over my house, so me and her, you know, was was seeing each other and that whatever. And my best friend was blind, and. He, I had this 1924 Parlor guitar. The bugger was priceless, okay? And I have a picture of it on my Instagram. And, uh, and I put the picture up on my Instagram uh, when, when this incident happened, okay? And, and because he was blind, he was looking for a place to put it. And he stood up because he was playing them on his bed. And he would play them every day when we went home. And my thing was... You know, I wanted this guy to play this priceless guitar because he was a virtuoso. This guy, I mean, he was a piano virtuoso, but he, he was really good on the guitar. And and so there he was sitting on his bed and I saw him like from outside, outside his room. I was walking back and forth and he stood up and he went to go put the guitar down and he lost his balance and he fell on the guitar. The guitar snapped in half like a twig, okay? My my 1924 priceless guitar that I had, right? And, and I'm telling you, till today, I haven't, I haven't heard a guitar sound like that. The sound was unreal. 1920, you know how old the guitar was? Oh, my God. So you're talking about like 90, I don't know, it was almost 90 years old, something like that. Maybe it was 90 years old at the time. And he fell on the guitar, snapped the thing, right? Now that, okay, Hawaiians, is the glass half empty, okay? And at that point, if this was the if this was the 20-year-old me or the 30-year-old me, the 35-year-old me, right? Oh, bro, I would have gone off, right? I would have been like, you know, well, I can't I, I, I like keep the podcast clean, but I would be like, damn, <laughs> that's not the word, but you know what I'm saying, Hawaiians, okay? But but I I didn't do that. I looked at it and I went Wow, okay, it's all right. It's only a guitar, and and I and that's it. That was it, and I and I took a picture of it because I wanted to remember that guitar, and I took a picture of it, and and that was it. Okay, now I got in a car accident one time, and this young girl, she must have been nineteen and twenty years old, <clears throat> she hit me from the back because she was looking on her GPS for her friend's house. You know, and and this this horrible accident because it just it just caved in the whole back of my car, totaled my car. I had a G G thirty seven S, uh, Infinity G thirty seven S, a black one, 
And and the thing was, when I got out of the car, I wasn't upset because my car got hit. I was upset because I went detail them the day before that. And I, and I got out of my car and I would look at the car and I go, shit, I just detailed this damn thing, right? And, and then I looked over to the girl and she was crying and she was all shook up. And I said, sweetheart, are you okay? And she goes, yeah, I was just looking for my friend's house and I went, you know, whatever. And then the, when, when the firemen showed up to sweep up the glass from the road and, and the police officers came to get the statement and stuff, she came up to me and she was all shook up. She said, I promise I'll take care of everything. Don't worry. I, you know, like that. I said, sweetheart, I said, I said, it's only a car. Don't worry. Nobody got hurt. It's just a car. I have insurance. Don't worry about it. And I gave her a hug. And there was a lot of people there because they, they knew who I was, right? And and there was there was all watching. There was like, hey, what we you know what, what what happened? Everybody came outside from the apartment to look, and I gave her a hug. Okay, now now that's what I'm talking about about the glass half empty, and how you pull yourself to the glass half full. Now, sure, the initial reaction to the accident was, oh crap, right? Okay, that was the that was a glass half empty. How fast did I pull myself over? As fast as it took. To look over at her and go, oh my goodness. You see? And and I had to pull myself into the glass half full by the time I walked over to her car to, to see if she was okay. You see? And when, when my best friend fell on my guitar, yeah, that was a WTF moment. Okay? But it lasted for a second. And then I was like, well, it's okay. We, we made good use of it. it, was, it was, it's all good. You know, and then we, we go over to the, the glass half full. See? So now the, the glass half empty versus the glass half full, the, the, the time it takes to, to switch over is short, Hines. It's short. But first, you got to have conditioning. You have to condition your mind. You have to condition your thinking. Okay? And you got to go through this process. Now, whether it's meditation, you know, some people do cold plunges. Some people work out. Some people do, they have different methods of doing this. Okay, but we found that our method is guaranteed no matter who you are. You don't want to work out. You don't want to, you know, be that insane 40-year-old auntie that, that goes hiking every weekend and enters the professional bodybuilding competitions. You know, you know like do that? Okay, right, it, right affirmations, right? I'm going to show you what for right. You write them and then you do the, you, <laughs> you do the meditation. I'll, I'll teach you how to do that. And you don't need to, you know, do these Indian words that you have no idea what they are. You don't have to do all of that. Okay. But anyway, that's the life coaching part. Okay. And we create magic like every week with my clients. But, but it's not, I'm not, I'm never the magician. Hawaiians. They're the magician. They create the magic, you know, and that's what I always say. Right. So I always get these people that try to come and, and, figure me out and go hey how, how does he do this stuff and how does he you know all i'm doing hawaiians is showing other hawaiians okay other people that they have this this god energy in them that they have this power in them because they're human beings right just because they're human beings that's it there's there's no magic anything there's no there, there's no nothing that's it you're a human being that's all okay but but now we get back to the judgment part, 
Okay, and we get back to, you know, fear of judgment. Okay, so that fear of judgment, right? It, the greatest, the greatest fear of judgment happens with females. Okay, and the females come to me. They bring their daughters to me because they want their daughters to be confident. The females, the adult females, come to me because they know that there's something involving confidence. They don't. They're not quite sure what it is, but they come to me. And when they experience the change, like this girl told me yesterday, she goes, you know, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. How do I explain it? So I told my friends, just go, just go, just, just, you gonna find them. Just, just go. You can, you can experience this, you know? And then, then she asked me like, how do I explain it? And, and I told her what I just told you right now on the podcast. So there you go, Hawaiians. That's your value from the podcast right there. But just know that you can Okay, now the, the the difference between success and failure in that, okay, is are you willing to do it? <clears throat> are you willing to do this every day? Are you willing to take 30 seconds of your morning, 30 seconds of your evening, and just write these things down? Just write a simple sentence over and over and over because your subconscious learns from repetition. And that repetition goes into your paradigm and changes your paradigm. When you change your paradigm, that's your little systems of actions, your habits, okay? You change your habits, you change your life, Hawaiians. Like, like all of this stuff, it all works hand in hand. But the question is, can you do this for 62 days? Okay, so this other guy, this, I had this guy, he's a corporate executive. And I teach, I teach guys like that, you know? And so he's telling me, what, what should I do? I, I gave him what to do. And I gave him the, the, the meditation. And I gave him the, the, the affirmation. He said, you were highly recommended. And I said, well, thank you very much. Okay. When I checked back with him the first week, I said, did you have time to do your affirmations every day? He goes, well, not every day, but, you know, it's been busy. And Okay. And then that went into the second week and the third week. And by the end of the month, I asked him, I said, I said, did, did, did you do the meditation? He goes, well, I, I did it a few times. This is in a month now, Hawaiians, okay? One month. And I said, how about the affirmations? Have you been doing it every day? And, I, and, and the guy said, oh, uh, well, no, you know, it's been real busy at work. So here's the thing, right, Hawaiians? What, you, what, what are your choices? I can tell you what's going to happen to that guy. See, I haven't worked with him because... He told me, well, Junior, when I when I can uh, do these things and I and I can do them for 62 days and I'll give you a call. Guess what, Hawaiians? I will never get a call from that guy. <laughs> okay, I can tell you that. And he's one of the guys, like from the Tony Robbins, they will pay $5,000 to sit in there. They will, you know, get all jazzed up. They will they will scream and yell and be positive. And, and in two weeks, everything goes back to normal. Because why? Because their subconscious is not changed. Because the paradigms are not changed. And insanity, insanity by definition, okay, is doing the same actions, okay? So that means your paradigm is the same and you're expecting different results. And that, Hawaiians, is crazy. That is insanity, right? So I don't ever expect to hear from that guy again. If I do hear from that guy again... It's because somebody else told him all this stuff again and now he's going to take it seriously. Then he may. He might call me. 
Okay, but you gotta know something about the male ego. The male ego does not really allow for that kind of stuff. Okay, so you'll probably get somebody else, another life coach or another, you know, maybe he'll go to a psychologist later on in life. I guarantee you he's headed there because he came to me in the first place with these kind of questions like, well, how do I do this? I, you know, this, this, this part is empty in my life. How do I feel that part? I mean, and I'm like, dude, all you need is on pen. And on paper, and then you need to sit down and be still for 10 to 15 minutes a day. Is that too much to ask, right? Because God only asks for 10%. 10%. Okay, what is that 10%? That 10% is not 10% of your money. Tithing is a thing. Yes, it's, it's important to tithe, okay? But God asks for 10%. If you cannot even sit down and do 10%, right? You know what I'm saying? 10%, all right, then how do you expect to benefit if you're so distracted into your work, if you're so distracted into your Game Boy, if you're so distracted in, into your, you know, your, your, your Hallmark channel that you're watching every night over and over, like every, or you, you binge watching your favorite series, if you're so distracted into that, forget your 10%. Because that's not going to happen. Because, you know... Oh, I'm sorry, always. I got to go. All right. But you guys get them, right? You guys get them. All right. There's your life coaching right now. And yes, once again, females are getting infiltrated by males. And it's ruining their stuff. So uh, I hope something gets resolved there. Because ladies... Uh, yeah, you guys you guys need your own stuff. Okay? You <laughs> yeah, Young guy going, I won the race. I beat these girls. Yeah. Come on. Hey, want to thank our sponsors. Island Club and Spa. Brother Andy, Sister Jerry. Also, Voice Master Enterprises, Family of Service Companies. And we also like to thank AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Until next time, Hawaiians. I'm Junior Keiko Weber Jr. <laughs> Bro, what? Okay, I'm Junior Gekko, I'm a junior. Gun funny. <laughs> Marlo and Aloha. <laughs> <laughs>